1: Thanks for joining us here for Blunt Business once again here on CannabisRadio.com. I'm so thankful and grateful I'll have you with us. I know you're all confined at home probably as you listen to this program. Maybe you're not down the line, but for those you know, as this uh, program is first being published, we're still dealing with the ongoing uh, coronavirus pandemic. So I'm still working out of my home, my my uh, studio's here. Uh, now, I'm officially starting week three, week four of quarantine, which uh, Hopefully it's not going to be too much longer. A few more weeks, I think, and then we'll be getting more into the clear and we'll finally see the summit above the hills, which will be really good. So I'm here with the chief revenue officer of Paywana. They're a self-ordering kiosk revolutionizing the retail checkout process for cannabis companies. I'm here with, the again, Victor Arrocho with Paywana. Victor, thanks for joining us. Well,
2: thank you for having me. Stressing the R because it's not
1: the rolling R. When you have one R, you just go with a D sound, arrocho. You know, that's it. But not the extra extra rolling R. You don't do that. (laughs) We're just talking talking about
2: the. uh, Make it easier for Pete. You just go rocho. Right.
1: We were just talking about the surnames uh, right, right before we got on. Now, Green Entrepreneur, they reported that this, quote, One thing you might notice are shorter lines and less people as digital kiosks move customers to the dispensary faster. They mentioned one of the biggest companies in this area is Paywana. That's spelled P A Y W A N A, which makes kiosks. They wrote that with these kiosks, five points one, more orders can be taken faster. Two, no need for a POS system. Three, wait lines are shorter. Four, kiosks are effective at upselling. Five, improved accuracy on orders. Talk to me about these kiosks, Fitcher, and the uh, and the solutions you were looking to make. Um, well, our kiosks, we really call them smart merchandising ordering
2: kiosks. Mm-hmm. And the, the smart is because they're interactive, they're touchscreen, and they give the opportunity to upsell, cross-sell, and do add-on sales. The merchandising piece is we're The kiosk is able to have one- to two-minute videos providing education or promoting certain products or promoting sales of the day. The ordering side is self-ordering, and obviously in the canvas business, it's not self-service, it's self-ordering. So you place your order, and then you'd have to have it fulfilled by a bud tenant. And obviously it's a kiosk, so smart merchandising ordering kiosk or
1: smoke so it's definitely a great concept. And obviously for people that are looking to go ahead and buy, you know, and there's a lot of companies right now that offer the kiosk thing. I think of Wawa's myself as, as a for a gas station and a convenience store all in one, just having touch screens in a lot of different places. McDonald's, obviously the biggest of all having kiosks that are be able to go and do self orders, things like that. So here's one thing I got to talk about is that and this is a larger scale issue for all businesses that are dealing with touchscreen technology. Anything from the little keypad you have for your credit card when you're going through and ordering something. You're going through a lot of this now with COVID-19. This is one thing I want to bring up. I think this is very important. And I think we're going to have to definitely deal with this down the line in the near future. This is obviously going to be a new normal for all of us. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have noted that, quote, diluted Household bleach solutions, alcohol solutions with at least 70% alcohol, and most common EPA-registered household disinfectants should be effective, end quote, for disinfecting services and preventing the spread of coronavirus. And now, that's one thing we're talking about when it also comes to services that are touch screens with the glass with the kind of materials that you use to construct the kiosks to make sure that people are touching those kiosks now they are sure that they're sanitized and they're disinfected obviously that's going to be an issue that people must have to talk about now have you reached out to the dispensaries about the additional measures that might be needed for cleaning and sanitizing kiosks to make sure to keep customers you know uh, good preca- precautionary measures to make sure they uh, have good peace of mind that they're not feeling like they might get infected
2: Oh, yes, definitely, because we wanted to make sure, obviously, keep everybody uh, safe, both our clients and their customers. What we advise them is to have those Windex wipes that are disinfected or disinfective wipes, keep the social distancing. So, you know, the industry, um, since it's state-by-state regulated, every state has a different standard, whether you could come inside and wait um, for your product, or you can't come inside, but you could stay outside in a line. Or you have to do curbside. So, when the opportunity is there, whether it's uh, curbside or online, we've instructed uh, or we've provided best practices: is you know be six feet away. One of the employees or staff members have a customer that had to have X's or lines and then with a six feet a six feet distancing spacing. And then once a customer orders, places the order, just use one of the disinfectant wipes and just do a nice quick wipe down of the, re- of the kiosk and then step back six feet. Now- so that helps with the social distancing. And then one other key feature of our smart merchandising ordering kiosk um, that we love, and i love to hear your thoughts, is when someone places an order, At the end, they need to put in their name and they need to put in their their cell number. The reason being is once they put in their cell number and their order is placed and they're either paying at the kiosk um, or we have a digital mobile app that's contactless, they can go back into their car and when their order is ready to be fulfilled, they get a text letting them know their, their, uh, their orders is fulfilled. So they either, our clients either come to the car or they actually come to the window and they can pick it up, but they don't have to worry about being around as many people as they need.
1: No, I think it's very smart. It's a, it's a good way to kind of go through things right now because of where we are. But I mean, obviously, I think when, when things do subside, you know, it, what I'm worried more about is what will happen after the pandemic's done. And once we get ourselves back, like, are there going to be any, is there going to be any kind of tension for people that are looking to go and use a touchscreen that might be publicly used by a bunch of different people. So, obviously, I'd imagine that the cleaning that will need to be done in these machines will be much more frequent in nature going forward. I want to ask more about this with you, Victor, because I think this issue is the touchscreen technology. I mean, just – first of all, there's the accessibility. There is the the debate whether uh, – on the fact that, you know, we have this new technology, very effective, and we need to be able to, be able to keep this in some way, shape, or form, or, or just be able to go and just say, okay – ensure the public that we're going to take the proper measures so that if you're using touch screens you know there should be no cause for concern i want to ask about that coming up after the break i'm here again with victor Rocho, the chief revenue officer of paywana and that's p-a-y-w-a-n-a and i believe there's a dot com that's where the website goes take a look at that while we go to commercial break we'll be right back rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business
3: your everyday with that Sugis feeling, with the sweet taste of Sugis. Add a cup of Sugis to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is! Sugis infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Sugis now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Sugis, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Dazed and Infused.
1: Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt
1: Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm with Victor Arrocho, the Chief Revenue Officer of Paywana here on. Blunt Business, we are just coming back from the break talking about the issues of the touchscreen technology, which obviously, uh, give me one more time, how do you identify your kiosks? Uh, We
2: call call it smart merchandising ordering kiosk.
1: Smart merchandising ordering kiosk. Now, I want to ask more about this and talk about the technology that's being brought into dispensaries, like what PayOne is offering with the kiosks. San Jose Mercury News. They spoke with Dr. George Lemp, who was chief of HIV and AIDS surveillance for San Francisco's public health department from 1986 to 1995. Spent 23 years as director of HIV research for the University of California's president's office. Now, I'm going to explain why I'm bringing him up. He spoke about grocery self-checkout machines, electronic pen and pad systems that customers use at pharmacies, gas pumps, handles that also threaten to spread the possibility of this coronavirus. He also mentioned that the use of touchscreens and other devices could undermine the unprecedented shelter at home measures that public health officials and the governor have launched to help stem the spread of COVID-19. So again, I think this is a little bit overblown. Um, that's my opinion, but is this any cause for concern that you think this might compromise and that would pay one need to go and look back at what they might need to do with kiosks that are being built in the future where they might need to go and keep uh Concerns like this in mind. Oh,
2: that's a great uh, question. And that's a great statement. But it's a little, like you said, it's overblown. I do agree with so that. So yeah. let me just give you the example. I can't imagine there's more traffic than going through an airport. Right. Is that a fair
1: statement? Absolutely.
2: Okay. Those kiosks have been around for years. Yeah. From international... Even when you come in through international, they have kiosks to enter back into the United States. So with all those people touching those kiosks, even though I'm still, I agree that there should be some um, measures to make sure that everything is clean and and is sanitized, but we've never seen an outbreak like this. And there was nothing related to
1: major sicknesses as it related to airports. I think what's going to so, happen is down the line, I don't think there's any necessarily anything you would have to do to change things up. But I just think there will be guidelines that will be set by, you know, who knows what governing body will say, OK, we need this technology to be secure. We need proper measures taken to future machines or to the machines that are out there existing. Would that be a valid statement, you think?
2: I don't know if that's um, – I think it's a good thought. Uh, i not sure how – how that take will take place. Cause think about the expense that would, that would incur just in the airports. Let's forget about everything else. Yeah. Just in the airport. Right. And you're talking about, you know, you go to Miami international Hartsfield airport. I mean, think about the busiest airports in the, in the country. Yeah. You have a lot of people touching the kiosks. I think, you know, maybe something will come out where it's not as, um, it's it's more sanitized but a lot of times you're only using one finger first of all right but two in, in the process that we we we're suggesting as it comes to uh, dispensaries and even restaurants is you know you should have some quality control on keeping your your areas clean to begin with right I mean, you should be cleaning your counter, you should be cleaning your registers. It's no different than cleaning your computer or your phone from time to time.
1: I mean, don't are, doubt I that's gonna be a common are come in place that's gonna be common yes. now. I think everybody's gonna be much more cognizant of that in the future. I mean first thing I saw when once we started seeing all the changes happening, every public bathroom you go to now is spotless. They are all taking the attempt to really put more effort. And I think you know that's where. If you're in the janitorial space, I think business is picking up. Well, you know, the bathroom
2: is one thing, but it's also people. Right. I mean, I don't know about you, but, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, you're in different, you know, there's a lot of bathrooms. I travel a lot, and yeah. sometimes people walk out without washing their hands. No, that's true. I mean, so, 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 you know, I've never washed my hands this much in my life. Now, every time I go to the restroom or I do something, I wash my right. hands. So I'm not going to put myself <laughs> in that category, obviously, but... I've washed my hands more than anything. I mean, oh, but then I also think hand sanitizer
1: is going to become a common thing you just have with you. I think, you know, what will probably happen too? Like a hand sanitizer probably be mandatory in all bathrooms as well.
2: I mean, just no, I would agree, but sometimes I'm a little nervous of that as well. You know, at what point would that hand hand sanitizer make you immune? (laughs)
1: Oh, I get it, but you know what? what? People can't. I grew up
2: drinking faucet water. By the and way, not, know, not for nothing,
1: you know I've already talked to some people just today rec- on all these set of recordings I'm doing. I've already talked to a company that – well, there's there's actually a couple companies I, I learned about. One that's making a CBD-CBG-infused sanitizer that is now available for market. And I know another company that just talked to today, uh, they, they went ahead and converted their facility right now to manufacture hand sanitizer in the, in the meantime with uh, glycerin as opposed yeah. to ethyl alcohol. I mean just – that's what's happening. Like, you know, it's – uh it's quite interesting that everybody's kind of working on their own thing, but I think that is going to become more of a line. And honestly, if there is something where the cannabis industry can actually use that as part, well, you know what? They're going to use a pay one a kiosk, your smart uh, ordering kiosks. They're going to probably use one of those to buy some hand sanitizer into the dispensary as well, infused with CBD and CBG. Yeah, and CBG is is even a better
2: form of of, of the you know the CBD, the CBN, the CBG. Yeah, the CBG is one of the um, has even higher effects and elements, and and for the for all the good. So if if I never heard, I haven't heard that. So, but if that's taking place, I'd be very excited about that. And I think that would be key. And if they're making uh, hand sanitizer using CBG, I think that would be excellent. I'll see, you link to I'll right? see you the link to that. I own mean. cannabinoids. I'll see the link to that. I don't want
1: to. I don't want to give. Uh, I don't want to give any, any promotion to that company yet until I get to see what's going on. But unless I bring them on, and you know, maybe they spend a little money with Cannabis Radio, but. <laughs> I digress. Uh, exactly, but well, no, I'm not mentioning any names. I'm just brand no, no, mentioning no. the process, like you said. Exactly. All right, I'm here having a great time here. Victor Orocho from uh, Paywana, the chief revenue officer of Paywana, P-A-Y-W-A-N-A, and out That's how you find them on the web. So, on the web, that's an antiquated phrase. Anyway, I'm going to come back with final questions for Victor after this short break. Stay with us.
0: Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more blunt
1: business. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network, learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers, and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit. Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org events.
2: The business of Cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself.
3: Hemp Inc. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. We've got David Faustino on the line. Bud Bundy from Married with Children. Did you feel nervous being a celebrity walking into a weed store?
2: I don't remember at all being like, ooh, I'm scared, gonna take my picture here. What
3: are they going to say? Bud Bundy smokes Bud? I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a big shocker.
3: Hey, this is David
2: Faustino, and I'm on Cannabis Confidential with my girl Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com.
1: We're wrapping things up with final questions with Victor Arrocha, the Chief Revenue Officer of Paywana, that's P-A-Y-W-A-N-A. On the blog, uh, which I noticed you put quite a bit of uh, great information up there on the blog if you look for it on the website, you posed the question, have you considered electronic payments to reduce handling cash? especially now with the increase in deliveries and curbside pickup. Imagine too much cash from a business becomes a health and safety risk. Good point, Victor. Well, if you own a cannabis dispensary, this is a risk you have to take. Have you thought about the level of risk you are taking? Are there ways to minimize this risk? Yes. You obviously have some answers given this pandemic. What can you tell our listeners, Victor? Well, um,
2: a couple of things. One, the the cannabis industry uh, last year did $12 billion in sales. Of which seventy percent of it was cash transactions. Yeah. If you take the average, say ticket sale of a hundred, that means seven million dollars a month of cash, physical cash, is passing through the hands of people.
1: And that's because the Saint bank Banking Act, the Banking Act, does not come into play. Any kind of legalization that would open the door for easier, uh, for easier financing or for easier banking for companies.
2: Right so we have we have two solutions to to make it easier and and it's not only just the fact that the dirtiness of know everybody knows cash is filthy i mean there's yeah. i don't think i could make i could definitively make that statement well, i've always heard but about the health examiner
1: from the move from the documentary cocaine cowboys which actually i need to watch that again while we're in the coronavirus uh, confinement uh the i remember the medical examiner specifically saying <laughs> for any dollar that you find in the city of miami it probably has a trace of cocaine on it because of how the drug dealers probably passed all that money along down here i always remember that's that.
2: that's funny. I was just going to make that comment when I'm doing my research. That's exactly what it said. There's, you know, a lot of co- there's a lot of cocaine on money. Right. I mean, no matter what. So it's ironic. That means I know my statistics of what I was researching is correct. But we have a solution that is a cashless ATM. Um, so it enables them to use their debit card, and then they just put in their PIN number like they would normally do because you can't accept credit cards. And then they can pay um, without utilizing cash. The second uh, option that we have, or the second solution that we have, is mobile payment. So we have the ability to be able to, um, the person would use their phone, connect it to their bank. It's just like a Venmo or a Zelle, but it's for cannabis and CBD thumbs. So it's coming from a, a FDI-insured bank that's cannabis-friendly. They pay for it using their phone. We call it contactless payments. Mm-hmm. So those are the two solutions to reduce in cash. In addition to the reason, besides it being really dirty, um, the cash it also opens up for theft. Internally, it opens up for robberies. I mean, I believe there was an area in Colorado. Seventeen percent of the dispensaries, you know, are are have been uh, a victim of crime of theft. Uh, there's shrinkage. A great number, um, not a great number, but a number that really shocked me. George was um, was. $200 billion a year is stolen by is in by employee theft every year. Wow. $200 billion. Jeez. I, I, that's how many companies could that
1: be? Uh, it's crazy. I got to ask you this. This is a important. But the, here's piece? the thing. Uh, so we're talking <laughs> about solutions, right? We're talking about solutions. So this is, and this is out there. But you know what? I think the conversation has to be brought up again. So, J. Howe, he's CEO of the Malta-based cryptocurrency exchange OKX. He wrote in a blog post this past week that more proactive measures would be needed beyond uh, that. Basically, Bitcoin possesses the characteristics of a super sovereign currency. And the investment narrative is that Bitcoin is a harder currency than U.S. dollars. It's getting additional traction from the Bitcoin blockchain that – People might be looking at, you know, I've already heard companies using Bitcoin but then still keeping, you know, v- liquid cash as part of their point-of-sale point, of sort, point of sale service. I've seen that, and we talked to guests here on Plum Business about that. But do you think – and this would definitely benefit a cashless ATM like yours at Paywana. Would you see – any? Or do you do anything at all with Bitcoin or blockchain at all? Is that something you've researched? Is that something you think that no, the no, cannabis we, might we, do? We do?
2: Some of our solutions have – cryptocurrency and blockchain yeah. and then we also have direct eft from bank to bank so it's it's very secure when it when it goes through um, cryptocurrency and it's even more secure like a venmo when it goes bank to bank so we have those solutions both that are integrated with our kiosk and there we also put them at the cashier so not only are you able to pay via a kiosk that way, but you can pay at every station where there's a where we're cash register. It's interesting. Now, I think uh,
1: it's George, an interesting concept.
2: Go ahead, Victor. Comment. Yeah. Uh, the quick comment I wanted to make is because I know one of this, um, our topic was how COVID-19 is really the pandemic is affecting the, the cannabis industry. Uh, one point I'd really like to make is. Sure. COVID-19, how it's affecting the the cannabis and the dispensary business, or actually not even just dispensary, because there's a lot of cultivation companies that own the dispensary business. But just like you said, how people are looking for alternatives like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Right now, the cannabis industry has been lackadaisical at looking at technology for solutions, for efficiency they were just making money and they haven't had to look at options like what we're providing or Cassius ATMs. Um, And right now it's a level playing field. Now I'm telling you from very large um, location dispensaries to the small mom pops. Right now this is the opportunity to really take technology to the next level and improve not only your
1: bottom line but improve the efficiency and the customer service experience. And I just talked to some other guests uh, for, for, for future episodes of Blunt Business or that won't have already been on just recently, depending on how we schedule. The idea is, OK, investment was already kind of like kind of trailing off anyway over the past year. We're looking at seeing a lot of stocks how, you know, that were being played out anyway in the cannabis space. But the truth is, you know, with all these businesses being made essential – all the dispensaries being made essential, finding ways to continue the supply chain has been the real has been the only possible disruption. But at this point, it has not been that case. At least from what I've been watching of the reports. My thing is, and also that just that that also benefits Payoneer as well. For all that you're doing, that means the dispensaries are all working, so all your key thoughts are being done, and people are going to still need to be buying more. So you guys are in a good shape right there. My only thing is just that I'm looking at. Will this also? Uh, would the effect? Would this impact also change what we do in terms of, like you said, no more dirty cash? Will we get to a spot where we can actually do much more digital currency? Would you know they're talking about right now? The next couple of months, according to CoinDesk.com, they're saying it could prove pivotal, pivotal for Bitcoin. This is a this this is interesting. They said there are indications that Bitcoin might be trading more like gold in recent in recent weeks. Like really. If they're saying that, that's a pretty high uh, hedge bet right there. I don't know what I would think about that, but I think people would probably start looking at that as well. Just like I said with the technology, I think the currency is going to probably get some uh, a second look at. What do you think?
2: No, I, I agree. I think currency just globally, you know, there there states like New York, New Jersey, um, several of those states have been enacting, you know, they – they don't want the the businesses to take cash anymore yeah and now they're reversing that law because there's still you know ten fifteen percent of people that don't even have bank accounts so you're prohibiting them from coming in and you know buying a sandwich with cash it's just the restaurants are feeling that it's not as efficient every day and it could provide better service if they're not counting the cash counting the registers recounting the cash at the end of the day and imagine you know 70% in cannabis is cash. It's not the same way in the restaurant business unless there's like pizzerias and and bars and so forth like that. So I think this is the time where we're going to have to look at alternative methods of of how we pay. And and I think the the monetary system is something that the the entire country, I think everywhere is going to start looking at because of what's happening
1: with uh, COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I can see it. And so these are a lot of questions to be had. Again, we're going to get on the back end of this. We're going to adjudicate everything. And I'll tell you, a lot of things are going to be brought back into the forefront. I think it's going to be a lot of discussions to be had because this pandemic is a game changer for businesses, game changer for the industry in terms of how business is being done and how we prepare for a rainy day because that's one, ha- one thing that happened. A lot of businesses might not have uh, – not man I would never have thought of preparing for something like this but we're all learning a lot from this and I, this the one thing is this is a great learning experience for all and I think there's a lot of things that'll benefit in the long run but unfortunately it's 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 tragic that we had to go through this to really go through and you know find something that's almost like uh, it's like how we find out you know space age technology is the same idea like we're going to find some great ideas out of this but at what cost
2: Right. I mean, I, again, you know, it's unfortunate yeah. that we're going through this, the entire world. Um, but the cannabis business, again, since it's relatively new, I mean, in, in a lot of states, this is where they're going to have to really take a look from the top down to the bottom. Because, you know, in some states it's vertical, meaning, you know, they, they do the grow all the way down to the brick and mortar. The one thing that cannabis has done for for our country has brought back the brick and mortar um, store, right? Because brick and mortar was almost on its way out. Is that a fair statement?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, the key with our smart merchandising ordering kiosk has been that, you know, the dispensaries are spending money and uh, doing whatever they can do to get customers in the store, but they haven't done a good job of being able to market certain products. Market products that are, are, are very uh, health conscious, not providing education. Um, they yeah. may do it with the Bud Tender, but it's not like you, you know, our merchandising kiosk is a display item that will provide you the information you need. Remember, for every dollar you spend to bring someone into your store, you should try to maximize that while taking care of the customer. There
1: we go. We're going to leave it at that. Victor Rocho, again, Chief Revenue Officer of Paywana, P-A-Y-W-A-N-A.com. Now, real quickly, if they go to the website, obviously, I mentioned the blog, a lot of great information there. Um, if you're looking to our listeners, what do you want to go let them know if they're going to reach the website, what they should be looking at, and why they should be looking towards you for services you provide?
2: Well, we're, they should be looking at us because we're a financial automation company solution company for the cannabis industry. And we truly focus on solutions. We're a software company. So we're looking for feedback with our clients, with our customers, with their customers. And we have the technical resources to continue improving our product to provide a greater customer experience for our clients. So they should look at us because we're going to contest. excuse me, we're going to consistently evolve. For example, we have voice ordering. So now you can walk up to a kiosk, you made a point where, um, what's, what are we going to do with touching the screen? Well, we're going to be able to come out with voice ordering, where our a roadmap is gesture ordering. So imagine we're going to have a kiosk that, you, a contactless kiosk, is coming down the line for us. So, you know, we should, we should be one of the top play. Well, we're one of the top players that you should look at because we're going to provide solutions. We're not looking to sell a kiosk. We're looking to help dispensaries and cultivation companies grow and provide customers with the knowledge and education they deserve and they need.
1: Fantastic. Thanks so much, Victor, for being on with us. I really do appreciate it.
2: Well, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I love your radio show and, uh, blunt magazine and blunt business. And, um, Again, I'd love to talk to you again. I know you're around the corner, so let's. Uh, we'll definitely get give a touch. Time.
1: Got a lot to talk about, my friend. So stay again, once again, paywana.com, P A Y W A N A.com. That's the website for Victor. Go and check out what they're doing at Paywana. Thanks, listeners, for listening in to another edition of Blunt Business. You can listen to past episodes by going to cannabisradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts, and I recommend you do. Please rate and review five stars by all means. And also, remember, to go to CannabisRadio.com. We've got great programs in the lineup for all business to business plant, Profits, Cutting Edge of Cannabis, Green Peak, uh, really great stuff. we also got brand-new shows also coming up, Canthropology hosted by Bobby Black. A lot of great content on the website. I recommend you go and check it all out. Binge listen while you're in the pandemic and you're confined. Have something really enjoyable and entertaining to listen to in your ears. Throw your earbuds on, check out the website, and download all our shows through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening.